Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, my name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, based on what you've seen in the episode's title, I have to truly ask you, will the Dallas Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott split up? Will they part ways? Quite frankly, as the whole situation is basically played out, will they divorce? You know, honestly, a long time ago, as many of you know, I lost my religion with Ezekiel Elliott. Because for so long, all that money, not getting the results, not really getting anywhere, and all the drama surrounding Zeke and the team... It has been too much for me, it has been too overwhelming, and I'm beyond the point where I'm like, no expectations, not expecting any miracles, whatever happens, happens, and I will believe it when I see it. Because at this point, what else can I do? What else can I do? Because how do I know if Zeke Elliott's going to come in with a mindset that he think, that he knows he can do better than before, that he's going to work harder than he ever has? And I'm not saying that Ezekiel Elliott is, has not been working hard. I'm not saying that at all. Because the problem is, we have seen too much, and ever since he's gotten paid, we have not seen the results that we are hoping for. You know, as a matter of fact, Ezekiel Elliott has not been the same since his rookie year back in 2016, when he finished with a career high 1,631 rushing yards, an average of 5.1 yards per carry, 15 touchdowns. All those career highs happened in his rookie season. Now, in 2017, I understand that the, the momentum fell apart because of that whole drama surrounding a legal case involving an ex-girlfriend when he was suspended for six games, but he, but he kept appealing and appealing and appealing, and then he finally served it just to get it out of the way. So 2017 happened, but, but in 2017, in that game against the Denver Broncos, Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomous Stare, has pointed this out many, many times. In one particular game against the Broncos in Week 2 of 2017, we saw a side of Ezekiel Elliott that just decided to say, screw this, I'm going to quit on this gun. I'm going to quit in this game. I mean, how many times have we we've seen Zeke just basically call it quit, say, ah, screw this, I'm, I can't play anymore today. I'm done today. You know, that right there is everything that I've seen, you know, 2018 was 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 particularly magnificent. He had 1,434 rushing yards, which is like a little over 500 yard increase from the previous year. Averaged 4.7 yards per carry, scored six touchdowns. Now the six touchdowns is a major drop, but still, at least the running yards and the average yards per carry, you know, dramatically improved, which is great. But you know, in 2019, I mean, we'll never forget in, in the off season how. He goes to he goes to basically I think Los Cabos and Los Cabos or I think it was Cancun or whatever but he was vacationing in Mexico and then there was that story he comes back to Dallas and then apparently a contract's not done he immediately got back on the plane and went back to vacationing but then he eventually signed his deal but then things just got bad I mean his numbers in 2019 slightly dropped you know same thing with his average you know yard per carry but but we we, we really just you know like I mean in, in 2020. That's where things, you know, just just really fell apart. I mean, 2021, you know, you know, the fact that it was revealed that Zeke Elliott had been playing the majority of the season with a partially torn PCL, which according to my research, he suffered that in that week four match against the Carolina Panthers. So, but but the fact of the of the matter is that in 2021, 
you know, and this particular season, all those games that we saw with, without the 100-yard, you know, rushing, I mean, that right there has been the biggest problem. That right there has been the biggest problem. Because, you know, it, it's just so hard to deal with, with this particular situation because that's what we want, we want to see out of Zeke. Now, speaking of 100-yard games, you know, going back to 2020, I want to take a look at that. In 2020, he only had two of them. Only two games where he rushed for over 100 yards, or for at least 100 yards, I should say. You know, most of the time, you know, only a bunch of, only uh, <laughs> only a only a, a bunch of like games where he would have around, you know, anywhere between 50 and 100. But a lot of times, it just did not look good at all. Now, go back to 2021. This one right here. In 2021, only one game. Actually, excuse me, two games again. That game against Carolina where he had 143 rushing yards. And then that game against New York where he had 110. After that, no. Did not happen. Now, let's look at this this season. 2022. This season. None. None. Ezekiel Elliott is coming off a season where he failed to reach a 100-yard mark in one game. He was close on Thanksgiving against the New York Giants, and he had 92 yards, which, according to this, was actually his uh, season high for this particular season. So Ezekiel Elliott had a bad year this year, 2022, and for a lot, they're saying that that is basically, you know, the end of the rope. Now, recently, Marcus Spears and Stephen A. Smith had a heated debate, and I do mean heated. I mean, you see Marcus Spears really just get right into it, like really taking it seriously, and while Stephen A. Smith is obviously laughing his ass off. I mean, you should you, you should go t- you should go take t- take a look at it. I mean, the whole th- freaking thing, Stephen A. Smith and Marcus Spears. I mean, Marcus Spears is really just hammering it down while Stephen A. Smith is just basically like, you know, all right, tell me tell me what you got to say, you know, and then and then Stephen A. Smith just laughs his butt off, you know, finds humor in the whole situation. So 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 obviously, I mean, you know, again, you know, Stephen A. Smith. I mean, the more the Cowboys fail, I mean, the the, the more uh, the more joy he feel, he gets out of it. But but as far as I'm concerned, you know, once the season ended, you know, there were headlines that said that Zeke Elliott was reportedly willing to take a pay cut to stay with Dallas. So that told me so Zeke Elliott obviously wants to, wants to stay with the Cowboys. I mean, if he's willing to take a pay cut, then great because one of the things I said. After the season ended, y'all, one of the many things that the Dallas Cowboys have to do during the offseason, they have to restructure several contracts. And two of those contracts that need to be restructured would be Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. Those two, without question. Those two should have their contracts restructured, no questions asked. Okay, They should be the ones to merely go to to Jerry Jones and say, look, I have not been performing to the best of my ability. We have not really been succeeding. I think that we need to restructure my contract. Both of them need to do it. And I don't know if they have it yet or not, but they need to do it, okay? But Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott's contract, you know, you know the, the terms of that contract, obviously, are extremely extremely high. I mean, you know, I have the, the, the breakdown right here. I mean, he's, when he signed it in 2019, it was a, it was a six-year deal, which obviously it was really expensive. You know, it was a six-year, ninety million dollar deal, and it included a a seven and a half million dollar bonus. And that thing, just a little bit over fifty million dollars was guaranteed, and his average annual income would be fifteen million. So, you know, now next season, according to this, next year his base salary will be about eleven million. So, 
So right now, honestly, I mean, he, he's, he's not set to become a free agent until 2027, but it has been rumored that the Dallas Cowboys may release him. Now, if they do release him, I, I'm not exactly sure how that would, uh, if that would positively, in, how, like, how much of an impact it would make on the salary cap. But obviously, I mean, the contracts of Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott are certainly a huge drain. So, so right now, uh, uh, what I'm saying is, because right now, uh, the whole thing with Ezekiel Elliott, there, there's still that drama surrounding Tony Pollard. And Tony Pollard's really the one who really deserves a payday. See, Tony, I mean, right now, it's really heavily being insisted that the Dallas Cowboys plan on um, giving Tony Pollard a, the franchise tag. Now, Tony Pollard, I see two things out of it. Number one, he'll probably just say no, and, and then and, and then basically demand demand his demand his release, and then go test the waters of free agency, which probably would be my advice to him because we all know Tony Pollard is deserving of a payday. Now, losing Ezekiel Elliott would be, would be some people would say good riddance, and some people will say, well, it's a tough decision, but it's a, it's a decision that has to be made. You know, for me, I'm just like, look. Again, y'all know um, my, my whole situation right now with Ezekiel Elliott because, you know, like that. So I'm just basically st sitting there waiting for something to happen. But at this point, you know, what's the point, right? But right now, look, if Tony Pollard is that great of a person, he accepts the franchise tag. And imagine if, it, if it's under the promise that, he's gonna, that the Cowboys plan on giving him a payday, you know, the following season after 2023, then fine. You know, if that's the, if that's the case, that would tell me that... If the Dallas Cowboys were to promise, and I do mean promise to give Tony Pollard his payday, that to me would indicate that they do plan indeed on moving on from Ezekiel Elliott. Now, I've been asked, who do you want, Ezekiel Elliott or Tony Pollard? And clearly my, my answer is I want Tony Pollard because Tony Pollard can put up the load. Tony Pollard takes the workload and just basically makes it look like nothing. Tony Pollard is, is, always comes in ready to play. You know, he always comes into play, okay? Now, for Ezekiel Elliott, sometimes he will, sometimes he won't, but in the last two playoff games, Ezekiel Elliott's just been absolutely awful. I mean, 30, in that, the wildcard loss in 2021 to San Francisco, he only had 31 yards on the ground, and in a divisional round against San Francisco, he only had 26 yards, and we'll never forget that one play when he was under center. I mean, yeah. Now... Maybe, you know, now some people have insisted that because we have a new offensive coordinator, that things may be different with, with Ezekiel Elliott, but I'm going to be honest with you, I seriously doubt that that's the case. I really don't think that the, the departure of Kellen Moore is really going to do anything at all to, in, to impact Ezekiel Elliott on a positive basis. Now, miraculously, if the Dallas Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott manage to, you know, manage to work things out and he doesn't go anywhere, then... Again, I'm just going to be like, okay, well, fine. I, I mean, whatever. But, but the way I see it right now is, um, I mean, I, I'm just at a point of like, I don't know what to expect. Again, I'm not setting forth any expectations. I'm not expecting any miracles. Again, as I've said, whatever happens, happens, and I will believe it when I see it. Now, Bleacher Report has basically, this was, this was actually in December of last year, saying that, Ezekiel Elliott has, quote, very little left in his legs, unquote. And this is this is said by scouts, but I'm not going to get too, too deep into that. Now, a little bit about 20 minutes ago, Bl Blogging the Boys released a story saying that the Cowboys are moving Jeff Blasco to be the, the team's new running backs coach. Now, 
I don't I don't know exactly. I haven't the slightest idea what that would mean, especially you know for for the likes of Ezekiel Elliott. So now Jeff uh, now Jeff Blasco was actually promoted uh, was it was basically um, the offensive line assistant coach you know, for so long. So now he's the new running backs coach, and Blasco has actually been with the team since Mike McCarthy arrived in 2020. And he's actually worked with Mike McCarthy for several years up in Green Bay, and he even had a stint with the Cleveland Browns. So because uh, Blasco and Mike McCarthy know each other very, very well, and with Mike McCarthy, the one that's going to be calling the plays next season, and with Blasco as the running back's coach, there very well maybe there could be a chance that this could positively impact Ezekiel Elliott. But, again, I, I, I'm not... Uh, Again, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, whatever. But according to this, Ezekiel Elliott is a, he's a cap casualty. I mean, like that. But although he says that he is willing to stay, to take, he's willing to take a reduced salary to stay. So that means that Ezekiel Elliott does not want to leave the Dallas Cowboys. He does not want to part ways. He wants to stay with the team. But Tony Pollard is about to become a free agent along with Dalton Schultz and several other important players. And we all know that the Cowboys cannot keep all of them. I'm already calling it. Dalton Schultz is not staying with Dallas. Dalton Schultz is going elsewhere at this point. Now, if I were to pick between Tony Pollard and Dalton Schultz, now that's a tough decision right there, but I, I, I would probably have to go with Tony Pollard. Okay? But maybe with Blasco, you know, being in a new in a new situation, it could very well be, be something huge, but again, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not just going to sit there and say, oh, this is definitely huge, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see, but... Again, as far as Ezekiel Elliott goes, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not you know I, I'm not expecting anything again. Again, whatever happens, I'll believe it when I, when I see it. So, but you know, with with uh, Brian Schonheimer being the new offensive coordinator, I honestly I'm just like you go know, again. I said it on Twitter. I mean, right now I'm just, I'm not gonna say anything, but if I don't like what I see, I'll certainly be I'll certainly be back here to to give my thoughts about it. But you know, right now I'm just like again. Whatever happens is ha- will happen, and I'll believe it when I see it. But, but right now, honestly, it, it, it kind of it looks like it's really heating up to be like that. Ezekiel Elliott may 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 be finished with Dallas. I mean, now basically, the fact that all this is starting to blow up. I mean, Clutch Point seventeen hours ago released that whole story about having hit him very low left in the legs. I mean. We all know running backs don't can't really last long in the league anyway, so that's why it's always a bad idea to, to to give a payday to a running back, even though he's earned it. But I mean, I, I don't even know I don't even know what to say about about that right now. But you know, but right now, you know, a lot of things saying that Zeke Elliott is on borrowed time and that he he could very well be a uh, with another team, but uh, in 2023, this particular season. But you know, what worries me about the whole situation is. Imagine if if he's released by the Cowboys and he signs with another team, and imagine he puts up the great he has a, he plays amazing, you know, for the other team. I mean, what, what's that what, what's that going to tell us? I mean, Zeke Elliott leaves the Cowboys, signs elsewhere, you know, has tremendous success, you know, even makes it to the Super Bowl. I mean, that that's gonna that's that's basically gonna be another huge failed experiment for the Dallas Cowboys and for Zeke Elliott. And if that were to happen, it would probably show that maybe it wasn't Elliot that was the problem. Maybe it was just the Cowboys, and that's been the problem for so long. How many te- How many times have we seen players that were with the Cowboys for so long? They leave the team and they go elsewhere. They they have a, a certain amount of success. I mean, 
DeMarcus Ware left to, to sign with left and well they released DeMarcus Ware and then he signed with the Broncos. We all know that story about he he snubbed several other teams just to go play with the Broncos because of the respect for the Cowboys, but you know, we've seen players leave the Cowboys and then and then have a, a lot of success elsewhere. So if that happens with Ezekiel Elliott, that's gonna be an extremely tough pill to swallow, but you know. You know, I guess if that happens, you know, it is what it is, right? And, you know, again, you know, just another yet failed experiment by the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of money wasted, a lot of uh, potential and talent wasted. I mean, we didn't get anywhere, and, you know, that's the Dallas Cowboys for you. So so before I close it out, so now that we talk about the possible divorce between the Dallas Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott, so here's a, a bigger question. If Ezekiel Elliott and the Dallas Cowboys do indeed part ways, does that mean that Ezekiel Elliott was a bust? Some people will say that Ezekiel Elliott is definitely a bust. I'm not going to say that he, he was a bust because we did see some positive things out of Ezekiel Elliott. But overall, I'm not going to say that it was a bust, especially because he was with the team for so long. I am going to say that overall, it was a failed experiment. It did not work out. The Cowboys, you know, he held out, he demanded to be paid, he got his payday, but what did we get out of it? I mean, honestly, we got absolutely nothing out of it. We got absolutely nothing out of it. What has Ezekiel Elliott done since he got paid? I mean, nothing. Nothing. Now, he had, now the, the numbers of 2019 were good, but after that, it all goes downhill. But in 2019, the Cowboys had a horrible season after starting out 3-0, but there were a lot of problems. So ever since Zeke Elliott got paid... Nothing came out of it. Nothing. So, yeah. So maybe that's why it brings up the possibility that this should be considered a bust. But the way I'm going to call it is, I don't want to call it a bust, but I'm going to call it basically a failed experiment. But some people are saying that if Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys do part ways, that it's a betrayal. Okay? But for me, the whole thing is a heartbreak. It could be a betrayal, a tale of a betrayal or a heartbreak because Zeke Elliott gets paid and we get nothing out of it, but there's been a lot of problems too. The offensive line, the quarterback, the play calling and everything, it's not just on Zeke. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it could be a failed experiment as a team, a failed team experiment. It did not work out, and unfortunately, it's quite embarrassing, but... At this point, whatever happens, happens. If the Cowboys have no choice but to release Ezekiel Elliott, you know, for salary cap reasons or whatnot, and then they decide to to basically devote themselves to Tony Pollard, fine. But at the same time, what concerns me is Ezekiel Elliott's going to sign elsewhere and then, you know, have a tremendous amount of success elsewhere where it could have happened here. Again, if that happens, it's going to be a tough pill to swallow, but at the end of the day, it's going to show that the Dallas Cowboys do not know how to do business the proper way, and how much more of this do we have to endure? So... We'll have to wait and see, but honestly, despite the fact that I have lost my religion with Zeke, and I, at, at this point, I'm just like, whatever he does, he does, and I'll believe it when I see it. If the Cowboys can work, if he and the Cowboys can work things out, if he doesn't go anywhere, then great. And with the new running backs coach and the new offensive system that's hopefully going to be built up, I'll just basically, uh, like I said, I'll believe it when I see it, and that is all I got to say, ladies and gentlemen. Cowboys Talk is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me today. And please, please, please don't forget to subscribe. And I will see you all next time.